I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And with us, once again, kind of kind of becoming a pseudo-third mic of the show, is, you. we all know him as Mr. Movie, but he has a name. What is that one? <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> Yeah, uh, believe it or not, it's Ben, by the ben, way. Ben, Mr. Movie. Rolls right off the yep. tongue. That's right. Mm-hmm. Last week it was Mr. Movies, and now it's Mr. Movie. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting closer. It'll be Mr. Film. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Eventually it'll just be Mr. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're, we're back again uh, this week, and we're going to yeah. talk about a movie that I had never seen until just recently, uh, for some reason, even though it's part of probably my favorite movie franchise of all time. And that, uh, of course, is Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. Uh, well, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, franchise, the franchise Godzilla, the, the, the character. This is Shin Godzilla, yes. The uh, movie that was in 2016, I believe. Yes. Yep. Um, Directed by the guy who made Evangelion. Yes. Very mm-hmm. true. Um, he sure did. And some inside baseball on this episode. Two notes. One, after this rousing success of last week's episode, we decided to see if Ben wanted to do another. He suggested we watch Shin Godzilla, and then he didn't watch it this week. <laughs> so we're going to be relying on his Godzilla knowledge. But the second, the reason I know Ben has seen this movie is because we, you know, we, we went to college in a very small town that didn't have any good movie theaters. So we had to drive like an hour out of town to go see this movie in 2016. And it was a really good, really fun experience in theaters. I was absolutely shocked that there was a theater within an hour of us that yeah. was that was showing this. Because other times we would have and, to drive uh, to like a different state to see certain movies, certain art house movies. It took us like three hours yeah. to get there to see it. But we still drove three hours to see those movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we were cr- we were nuts. Crazy. We're we were crazy. Mm-hmm. Which but, is so crazy because Godzilla is such a huge thing. You'd figure they'd bring the new one to a, to a theater, I don't know, maybe closer to most people. Yeah. Right? I was I Japanese, but still. Yeah, I mean, there hasn't really been a Godzilla movie that's been released war- like wide theatrically in America since, uh, besides the American movie, since like Godzilla 2000. That was like the last one that was released by Toho in theaters. And the Spinal then, Wars not in the theaters? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Interesting. I don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah, Shin Godzilla... And also, I want to do a quick survey real quick. Ben didn't watch it, but I know when you saw it in theaters, it was subbed, it was subtitles. Smith, how did you watch this movie? I watched it subtitled on Crunchyroll. Okay. Apparently, every Godzilla movie is on there. Well, let me tell you something. I decided to, I was, I'd I'd been using Apple to like rent stuff or whatever. So I was going to rent this movie on Apple, high definition, 4K, whatever. But apparently, 
when you rent something on Apple, you have to, before you rent it, choose subbed or dubbed because they don't let you change after you've spent the money. And I had to watch the dubbed version, which I'm glad I had seen the subbed version in theaters because this dub is one of the all-time worst I've ever listened to in my life. Because one problem, I'm not sure if you guys have done this before, one problem I have with most dubs of Japanese movies, at least, is they decide to, first of all, they're dubbing the dialogue, obviously, but they also remove any background sound. So, like, whenever you're listening to dialogue, it sounds like you're listening to the words in a vacuum. Like, they're just talking, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's not any kind of, like, noise in the room or anything. It's just perfectly crisp audio with with no real, no, no diegetic sounds, and then you go back into the Godzilla scenes and there's big monster sounds it's weird yeah but to that i say a shitty dub really adds to the godzilla experience because growing up i'm sure you can attest to this smith growing up you only really had access to like the they would they would bring the movies over and then re-edit them re-dub them sell them on vhs and for the longest time that those were the only versions of the movie that we had access to so when i hear godzilla and shitty english dub you know they go together like peanut butter and chocolate it's just it's just part of the experience honestly no 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 vhs no no. we saw that shit on tbs the superstation yeah Superstation and spike tv were the two that would play godzillas and that's the thing for me in that scenario i love hearing a shitty dub but if i paid money specifically to watch this one movie in 4k i would like some options you know but true, well, true. That's crazy because back in the day they did have audio that was dubbed where the background sounds were still yeah, I, know. I remember it's distinct. I know. It was just a weird like, I don't know, maybe it was I've seen a couple of dubs like that. Not all of them, but I've seen a couple, and this one was just I was like, come on, this just sounds so weird. Um but that is how I watched it this time. And it was a de- definitely a different I, experience. Recently mm-hmm. I was watching a show on Netflix that's Japanese, right? Not an anime, a live action film or, or a series, and it started up with English voices, and I could not find the controller to my ps5 fast enough <laughs> yeah. to switch that shit back to japanese because it was awful y'all it's like when you're watching the mm-hmm. game and the american a- or the the english actors oh come on god. and you're like oh god why why <laughs> <laughs> there has mm-hmm. never been a good live action dub of a movie yeah i don't think ever probably not anime fine cartoons you can do that just fine but it's li- real only the really subtitles. high quality ones get good dubs even in anime true true yeah, yeah, like the, the like the uh 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 Spirited Away. Yes, the guy. Oh yeah, the the, the, the Ghibli movies. Miyazaki films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hideo Miyazaki. Yeah, whenever like one of his movies come over, they make sure to get like actual A list actors yeah. to come in and do the dub for those. But for something like this, like you can blame Funimation for this dub because yeah. they were the American distributors for this film. So you can kind of blame that on them. Also, Ben, but, I don't want you to get eaten alive in the comments. His name is Hayao Miyazaki. Hayao Miyazaki. I'm so sorry. Yeah. My, apo- my apologies. Yes, you're thinking of Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Another, another great <laughs> Japanese kind of director. Yeah. But uh, like we, I, I did see this movie in theaters, but I don't want to make it sound like I haven't seen this movie since. I own it on Blu-ray. I've watched oh, this movie many times. Yeah. I've watched, <laughs> I watched it many times. I just haven't watched it recently. But I think, but I remember enough about it to get to get through this. Yeah. And that's what we want our guests to do is to get through the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's let's get it rolling. Let's wrap it up. So for me, one big thing was I did not know this was basically a reboot of Godzilla. Yes. I 
when it starts off and they're just like, there's a crazy thing happening in the Tokyo Bay. And it's like, guys, it's Godzilla. Like, y'all know about this motherfucker, right? Like, y'all seen him before. Yeah. No. They're like, no. This is a whole new thing for us. And when I saw this in theaters, I had assumed the first monster in the movie, the goofy-looking motherfucker, I thought that was what Godzilla was going to fight in the movie. Me too. Because I was like, there's no way that they're really rebooting Godzilla if that's what he looks like. Because, you know, he's like, he's really low. His head looks goofy as hell. And you're like, he's not standing up. He's not screaming. What is this guy? But then, you know, they, the prestige is that he just changes over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this movie is interesting to me because it's it's more like a disaster movie than a kaiju film. Yes. Which is interesting. It's it's a weird, a new, a new way to do Godzilla, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what I take away most from the movie after watching, cause it's hard to talk about this movie, like, moment by moment because it's kind of like, there's yeah. Godzilla. How do we stop him? Oh, blah, blah, blah. But the thing that is the most interesting to me about this movie, especially talking about it from a political standpoint, is just the absolute majesty that is the Japanese political system in this movie, where everyone <laughs> just kind of works together and tries to solve a problem. And mm-hmm. people don't split off into factions and make it like about some weird agenda. Um, it was mm-hmm. amazing to me. And... Also, one small thing, I'm not sure if this is even, I'm not sure if this is realistic or not, but one thing I did notice is that whenever, whenever in America we see politicians in rooms making decisions together, they are always in a windowless bunker. But in this movie, the Japanese politicians have like these big, tall, like floor to ceiling windows and a bunch of natural light in the room. It makes it feel a lot more human to me, you know, the decision making process. Mm -hmm. Smith seems to disagree with me on this. I'm going to give him a second. I was going to say that the the movie definitely does show, maybe not factualization, people using this for political gain. How can my party, how can I advance my career off of this Godzilla disaster? And also, the critique of the movie is not, hey, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not unified. It's that we're too unified. Yeah. There's too many bureaucracies, committees, there's meetings, yes. a meeting to have a meeting. That's the, the critique of the movie, basically, is that it's jet, the bureaucracy is slow. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole thing this movie is playing off of, is like the original Godzilla was a uh, you know was just a, a story about the dangers of nuclear war. Uh, this movie is more of a commentary on the 2011 uh, on the 2011 earthquakes in Japan that like killed thousands of people and caused like a huge nuclear meltdown that apparently could have been prevented if it wasn't for oversights by the government over there at the time. So this whole thing is kind of a play on that, which kind of makes sense because if you go into if you watch the movie again and look at how Godzilla's moving around it he kind of emulates that a little bit and that's and like like you said that's it, the movie's whole take on this is like there's too much bureaucracy there's too many meetings like we got to act now but we have to talk to all these people first i agree with that but i think the thing that i took more is just how as an american how much more efficient it looked to me because there's a moment in the movie yeah where they're talking about dropping a nuke on Godzilla. And they, like America obviously is the one that wants to do that. And the guy's mm-hmm. like, the Americans said they would do the same thing if it came up in New York City. I'm like, no, we fucking wouldn't. If Godzilla showed up on the harbors of New York City, it would make it to fucking Louisville before we even <laughs> tried to make a move besides shooting it with a gun. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? You li- mm-hmm. you believed them? That's actually the worst part of the movie. Is that this Japanese official believed the Americans when they said that? It was insane to me. 
I don't, I, Seth, I mean, I, I can't wait thinking that he didn't believe that. I thought that the look everyone gave one another after that moment was, yeah, right. Like, not in the sense, not in the sense that he would be slow to do it, but in the sense that if it's America, if it's, if it's New York City, no, fuck that. We won't nuke our own city, but we'll nuke your capital just fine. Because yeah. you're over there, you fuckers. So Maybe the dub ruined it this, for me, because the dub, it sounded incredibly sincere. And I was just like, I don't know about this. This movie has an incredible moment in it to me, like probably one of the greatest moments I've, I've seen in a Godzilla movie or any, really a Japanese film, which is when the Japanese bombers fail to stop Godzilla. Um, and what do the American officers do? They just walk out of the fucking room. They yeah. say nothing to nobody. They just get, walk immediately out and they get the news. We're sending our own bombers and you'll just fucking deal with it. And immediately the Japanese scramble to say, oh, it was our idea. We, we called him in, wanted to help. We clearly asked for this. No, mm. they never asked for it. We're going to do it whether they said so or not. And that is an incredibly frank depiction of our relationship with Japan, which is they're basically a colony. And we don't talk about it, though, because mm-hmm. we will do shit to them without asking them first. Yeah. That's, that's, how, we, that's how we treat them. Mm-hmm. It was remarkably frank. And I thought that was very brave to put into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's one of those movies where like it it is it is critical of the Japanese system and how things operate, but at the same time, it's like very like it's a very capital not capitalist that's that's the wrong word. I mean, patriotic movie uh, as well for them. It's like yeah, we have our flaws, but ultimately we come together when we need to, and I feel like that's something that Japan kind of needed at that time. Like, well, I wouldn't say needed, but. You know what I mean. If there's anybody who knows what Japan needs, it's Mr. Movie Ben. Of course, yeah, this big weeb right here. Yeah. That is that's an interesting thing, how there's there's a dichotomy between people who like kaiju and actual weebs. Because Ben is Ben doesn't have a single weeb bone in his body. But if you show no. him a giant monster, he creams his jeans, you know? Yeah. I, I like I, I couldn't give a shit about most anime that's out there i i've always stick i've always stuck with like the dragon balls and the 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 naruto and sometimes i'll watch a little death note here or there but i will consume any form of kaiju media you throw at i agree ben anime is horrible i agree um yeah only good one is dragon ball z of course um Mm -hmm. but and maybe one punch man i do okay okay sorry sorry. (laughs) okay maybe in garden the Okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe Cowboy yeah, Okay. Other than yeah. that, they suck. All of it. Um, so, the, the, one of the great things about this movie, besides the, you know stuff we've mentioned, is is a lot of my problems with the newer American Godzilla movies. Like we made the Godzilla vs Kong, and the other one was called like what King of the Monsters or something. King of the Monsters. Yeah. 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 The problem with those movies to me is that they focus too much on the people. And not so much on the monsters. But this movie shows that you can do that. You can focus mm-hmm. much more on people than Godzilla. And it can be interesting. And I really I really enjoyed that. Because anytime I've watched those new Godzilla movies. I'm just like, God, can we stop talking to Rebecca Hall's character. And just show me a, a big monster. Um, mm-hmm. But this movie kind of made that you don't have to do that. And I, I kind of like that about it. Yeah. And I also have the same problem with those like legendary Godzilla movies. Because uh, they, d- I feel like they do the monster action very well. Yeah, I thought the I thought the fights uh, in especially King of the Monsters and 
Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla versus Kong probably has one of the probably one of if not the best kaiju fight I've ever seen. I've ever seen in any of these movies. That that fight between Godzilla and Kong is oh, yeah. magnificent. But every time the humans are on screen, I'm just can we just shut the fuck up yeah. for one goddamn second, please? And it's because it's kind of please. what Smith said earlier. It's that Shin Godzilla is more of a disaster movie, and in a disaster mm-hmm. movie, you want to face, you want to focus on the humans and the fallout there. But these new legendary produced ones are like supposed to be big, cool kaiju movies. They don't really have the whole disaster movie feel, but they're still focusing too much on the people. And I that's kind of my problem. The one I'll disagree on is the first one is Godzilla, because uh, Gareth Edwards literally said in an interview that if they let him tell the entire kaiju fight through newspaper clippings, he would have. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's a very brave thing to say, I think, because <laughs> yeah. um, it does sort of keep Godzilla as a background figure for a lot of that movie. And it kind of has the same vibes, not nearly. Is as that one in the same continuity movie. as the King of the Monsters one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. I never even knew that. Because actually, I never realized that it was the same big fat. That's Godzilla. what I want to know. Where's the needle at? <laughs> <laughs> on God's, on the Gareth Edwards Godzilla for you two. 2014? The 2014 um, movie. I think it's pretty damn good. It's in my top ten of all the Godzilla movies. Okay. And there's only 600 like, Godzilla movies, so it's pretty. It's pretty big. Yeah, like I really. I mean, of course you could have done more with it, but I, I appreciated that he came in. He had a vision and he had an idea, and it was executed. It didn't feel like. A bunch of like corporate heads got together and said, "Yeah, you can do this, but we also need to put this in there and this in there," which is what I think really I brought down the other two. I kind of agree with that, and it's why because I guess in 2014 I wasn't super tapped into film criticism, so it's why when I started looking at the movie, I was like, "Wait, people think this thing's bad?" I kind of, I kind of really enjoyed that movie, and I think Gareth Edwards is actually a one of the more interesting directors to get into to go from like very indie to very big budget. With movies like Godzilla and Rogue One, I think he made some of the more interesting entries into those big IPs from smaller directors. And it's just weird that that movie just kind of gets panned for no reason. I I think it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So in Shin Godzilla, though, this version of Godzilla is like no other version we've ever seen, I think, Mm, from start to finish. It turns into a familiar looking figure. But that thing is just sort of like a representation of a much worse threat than Godzilla has ever been in any past movie. Yeah. You know, uh, when you find out what really is going on with Godzilla's movie, it changes the whole context for what he is. Yeah. You know, the scene where he finally starts doing the plasma breath and fucking destroys like what, what feels like 80% of Japan is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, Oh, this guy's I mean, for real. When he blasts beams out of his fucking spines and cuts those B-2 bombers in half, yeah. I was, like, out of my seat. No. I was like, holy shit! I love when yeah. it goes through his tail, and one guy's like, how the fuck did he do that? <laughs> as, as if they understand anything about Godzilla, and now he's just like, man, right. how, did he, how did he pull that trick? Yeah. <laughs> and what I yeah, really... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And what I love about that uh, the most is just like when it, when it starts, it looks like he's in absolute misery and yeah. pain. He shoots out the black smog first, yep. and then the flames come out and engulfs like most of the city, and then it concentrates into that tiny little beam. But it's just uh, that it's a beautiful scene, beautiful scene. Yeah. Well, there's that whole buildup, right, where the military is trying to decide what to do. It's the government and then the military. I love the scene, by the way, when they're going to go shoot Godzilla with the the planes. Mm -hmm. And the the prime minister gives the order. The minister of defense gives the order to the general. And then he gives the order to the helicopter attack pilots. And when they say something, it goes to him, then to her, then back to the prime minister again. They just literally turn 
to look at at the same fucking table. Mm-hmm. It, I laughed so hard. It was such a great yeah. visual gag of mm-hmm. bureaucracy in action. Yeah. In America, in America, I mean, the president would just say, shoot him, and it would just happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the fucking, the Secretary of Defense? He's already seen. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very fun. And yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good gags when people, because like, there are certain parts of this movie, not even, I, I wouldn't even say it was like disaster movie cinematography. It kind of had like political mockumentary um, cinematography at some point. So it was like, do it like it had the bit where they're like on the rolling chair for a minute. And then yeah. you're seeing like fax machines and like just those white tables and rolling chairs and people moving offices when there were different, um, different things. I was like, that's just very, you don't expect that kind of cinematography in a Godzilla movie, but it still really worked in the context. Mm-hmm. When they're setting up Yaguchi's like command center for the outsiders and the freaks yeah. to do their thing, that whole scene, I was like, "Wow, this is so crazy to see in a Godzilla movie." What the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, yeah. And just and like you said, just everything like the cinematography, just like they they just really put a fucking camera on a chair, on a rolling chair, and just yeah. rolled it around for a little bit. Yeah. Like there's that there's so much like care put into this movie that you usually don't get in a a regular Godzilla movie, which I, I really appreciate. It felt like if it, it didn't feel like a movie, it felt like a film, you know, there's a clear distinction between a movie and a film. And I think this, this was, this was a film, Oh man, you know, Mr. Movie over here, gatekeeping from the, from the film <laughs> category. I see. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. Ben no. was 29, was 2018's Dwayne, the rock Johnson vehicle rampage, a movie or a film. Well, you see anything that Dwayne Johnson is in as a movie because, you know, he won't elevate himself to the level of like a Batista or a John Cena. Yeah. You know? But what about when he changed the hierarchy of power in the DC universe in Black Adam? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that went over. That went over very well. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for Black Adam too. Electric Boogaloo. Um, but yeah, so like in this movie, I I like that the, 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 the director is clearly on the side of Yaguchi and his... Freaks, weirders, outcasts, political yeah. dissidents, or whatever—their whole plan. There's one guy in the, in the room who just has a towel around his neck all the time. Yeah, I don't know why that's his thing, but it is. I guess. Yeah, I think it's, it's especially he's he's such a freak, you know. He's he's sweating and <laughs> pissing and spitting everywhere, so he has this rag <laughs> to wipe it all up. <laughs> I gotta say though, my favorite character in the whole movie for for it was Kyoko and Patterson. Let's talk about Kyoko and Patterson for a second. That's yeah. the American character, the, right? The Japanese American character, yes. yes. The the daughter of a senator, right? Yes. Who is the ambassador to Japan, working with the CIA who, and the Japanese CIA. At points, kind of feels like she's in a different movie, just a little yes. bit, but not too much where it's absurd. Yeah. But the amazing part about her character is that she speaks English yeah. in a heavily, heavily accented, you know, a Japanese accent, yeah. right? And her, the, and her character is the American raised and born who is working in Japan as their ambassador and wants to be president one day. Yes. And all I'm thinking also was, are you fucking kidding yeah. me right now? Can you imagine if the, <laughs> uh, can you imagine if our president had that voice? Not that I think there's anything wrong no. with it, but it just no. wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. And I'm like, but I'm, thinking, I'm laughing at this, but this is exactly the situation you got to know where we have people in our movies who are speaking, you know, Japanese or Chinese or some shit, and they're from America originally, they probably sound ridiculous to them too. Yeah. They're like, who the fuck is this asshole pretending to be Japanese? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember working at Transformers accent. Factory. What are they talking about? 
So just, I just love that whole thing. Her whole character was incredible to me. Every time she showed up, was like, yeah, all right. Kyoko yeah. and Patterson. And like, I believe the movie you. would just break every once in a while. Have like a rooftop meeting between her and the other guy, and I'm like, can't you guys just go to a building? Are there no secluded <laughs> rooms? Why do you always every time you have a meeting, there's a disaster going on, and every time you have a meeting, you're having to find the staircase or the elevator up to the top floor. Like, come on, mm-hmm. you got to show off that skyline, man. Yeah. Also, <laughs> notably, a disaster that is mobile and shoots laser yeah, beams into the sky mm-hmm. and has cut buildings right. in half. So, and you're at the top of that half that's getting cut if it happens. Yeah. You couldn't pay my ass to be up anywhere higher. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's you in any situation, but True. I guess here doubly I'm so. A, I'm, a, I'm a little mole man. Put me underground. That's yeah. what I want to be. I want to be set in that windowless bunker that you're talking about for the American movie. Yes. That's where you I want to be. be the, the president's bunker they have always. But so there's a, a part in the movie, but halfway through, I guess, where where, uh, where Godzilla makes it to Tokyo, and we finally see for the first time Godzilla's go ham on some motherfuckers yeah. mm-hmm. and just destroy half of Tokyo in this and crazy. It kills the prime minister and most of the cabinet in a fucking laser beam attack, and melts down basically and destroys everything. And it's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of kind of scary, honestly, watching that scene. It, it really is. Like, I haven't been this scared of a Godzilla, honestly, since, like, the original. Yeah. And, and just, like, it's just, it's crazy how much damage this thing can do, given how slowly it's moving. And, yeah, I just, I I, I need, I have to stop myself because I'm, or I'm, I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to gush over how amazing this movie is. We got to keep, we got to keep yeah. it moving along. His- well, Anno said that he was tired of, of Godzilla being so friendly, uh, mm-hmm. like like humanity's defender or whatever. Wanted to take it back to the roots yeah. of what Godzilla really was, which I appreciate. Yeah, that's, that's a good. That's, that's awesome. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. There's you know this, this giant monster who wants nothing to but to you know destroy everything. You gotta love that. Yeah, like this Godzilla is definitely more. He's he's more of a victim of circumstances than anything because unlike. The other renditions, which was just like a mutated lizard, or if you go by Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, a mutated uh, Godzillasaurus, uh, mutated from a nuclear uh, atomic bomb test and everything like that. This one uh, was basically put to get, well, it still has a nuclear uh, origin, like just a bunch of millions of microorganisms that have been uh, mutated from like nuclear waste and have formed into this giant forever mutating creature that's just constantly in agony and pain and shouldn't exist but does and doesn't know what to do with himself so he just keeps walking and he took he takes everything out with him and i just this was a really unique depiction of this character nuclear waste dumped into the ocean by who do you remember from the movie i'm trying to remember was it was it us it was America. That's yes, America it was. dumped the. the yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yep, that's what he knows what's going on." That's America's always the villain. Yep, always. Even in a Godzilla movie, we're the villain somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Oh, go ahead. No, you, so. you go ahead. Well, that's the thing to the movie that that uh, an aspect I didn't like was the idea. I mean, this is this it makes total sense, right? That America's idea was let's just drop a fucking atomic bomb on it. Let's just this thermonuclear weapon, this motherfucker, and just wipe it off the face of the earth. Which I was the same problem I had with Godzilla twenty fourteen because I was like, you can't kill the the walking nuke with a nuke. That's that's not how Godzilla works. And luckily, in King of the Monsters, they corrected that. I'm not sure if that would happen here or not because it's not gonna, probably not gonna be a sequel to Shin Godzilla ever. There's a kind of a a, a potential uh, but I was just like 
one of those things where we're talking about it, by the way, they're like, hey, Japan, we're taking this problem out of your hands. It's too big for you, apparently. You can't handle it. And America wants to do this. But then it's, they say that Russia and China are also on board with this plan. And I'm like, in no way on God's <laughs> green earth would China and Russia ag- agree to allow America to drop a nuke on Japan. Not because they love Japan, but because they don't want America nuking anybody else. Mm-hmm. Do not give them that precedent. They would never sign off on that. There'd be no fucking way you'd get their approval. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be the third drop, third nuclear drop on Japan, which is uh, a little unprecedented, you know? Because if, mm-hmm. if you're any other country, you're thinking to yourself, well, if we, if we give them precedent drop a nuke on Tokyo a third fucking time, or on Japan a third fucking time, for this, what happens to us when a giant monster is on our country, on our country shore? We're going to get nuked too? Yeah. Like, no way. And I think that's, that's a, would never go I for think it. that the, the Hiroshima and Nagasaki of it all is kind of behind the scenes in the whole movie. As soon as America gets introduced in the movie, you're just like, I mean, what happened last time that, you know, there was some just... So it's it's very interesting, that, and they even at one point in the movie they even show the images, and you find out that um, the the Amer- full blooded American girl, her um, grand grandma, had lived through both of them apparently. So it's like it's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I really I noticed early on was when he's when Godzilla's first in that weird lizardish form, and he's just swimming through the little canals and knocking boats and cars onto the street, and people are running. I'm just like, this is a perfect example of how you know that Japan doesn't have, like, doesn't allow people to have firearms and they don't have gun nuts. Because if this movie was set in America, there'd be guys out on the street just, like, trying to gun <laughs> Godzilla down right then and there in the canal. And they would get fucking destroyed by a piece of concrete bashing in their skull. Yeah. <laughs> a boat falls on them. Which made me come up with a movie pitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So I want to make a movie where... It's basically Godzilla versus the NRA, but it's a little it's a little smaller scale. So I think it would be really cool if there was like the movie the setup for the movie is there's like some island retreat of like the biggest NRA nuts in the world. There's like four to five hundred of them all on one island together, and that island is getting attacked by a kaiju. But it, it can't be like Godzilla size. It would need to be like a much smaller because it was Godzilla size. He'd just step on them and be over. It needs to be yeah. a little bit smaller, but still a very massive monster. And they're all trying to fight it with their with their machine guns. And then they lose, which is the best part of the movie, is that at the end, he, he still does kill them all. I, I, yes. get, I get behind that. Yeah. That's cinema. That's a film. There's a film. There's a film. Quick side note, y'all. The IMDb synopsis for, for this movie is, I'm quoting here directly, Japan is plunged into chaos upon the appearance of a giant monster. That really narrows it down, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that could be at least they were laser hundred movies. <laughs> if it said monsters, that would make it be even more movies. Yeah. So yeah. Jesus Christ, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I love your idea. This is this is great. We should we should go ahead and, and, and fund this yeah. along with our Godzilla movie. We want to make our Godzilla yes, Lisa? I do remember. We can't say that on the air Where? because it might actually That's get stolen. True. Well, Ben, we'll tell copyright, you off copyright. mic about our... Okay. Can yeah, we yeah, tell yeah. you this? We'll, we'll tell you. Okay, um, yeah. But yeah, I also I just love the visual effects of this movie. Like, the look of Godzilla in the lizard form looks... I'm, how can I put this? Unreal. But I feel like if you if if you looked out your window and you saw that thing looking that exact way in real life, it would probably freak you the I'd fuck sh- out. I'd shit myself yeah. and run for the hills. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably <laughs> jump off of a bridge if I saw that. Yeah, because no, how do you no go living. on living... <laughs> 
Yeah. How do you go on living after seeing that right out your yeah. window? He, he would not have even stood up yet before I have um, completely evacuated myself from being a life form, you know? <laughs> after evacuating my bowels. Yeah. I'd, eva- I'd evacuate yeah, like, everything. Like if you saw like a, a 93 uh, Jurassic Park T-Rex looking fucking cool as shit out in the rain and everything, looking very realistic, mm-hmm. I would shit myself. Yeah. yeah. Because that looks real as fuck. If I saw this fucking thing, I would question reality. What has the world changed? What, yeah. Which right. one of those two things has happened? <laughs> Am I dreaming? What's happening? Also, the part where they're just like, oh, it can't stand up. It can't support its own weight on land. Don't worry about it, guys. Go, Everybody go home. It's all good. And then it fucking stands up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the cut before that is just like, don't worry. He can't stand up. And literally someone comes up and whispers in the guy's ear. He's like, yeah. he, he what? And, he's and like, then what it cuts the to. <laughs> and what I love about this opening scene, too, is what's cool about this movie is this movie reuses a bunch of uh, like the original score from a bunch of the original Godzilla movies, like a lot of Akira Ifokube uh, bits from like the original and a few other ones here and there like uh monster like monster zero and uh king kong versus godzilla it reuses though and i those and i think in like great faction fashion it really adds a lot of style to this movie and like where he's standing up and stuff that music that they're playing that's the music that played in the original godzilla when godzilla first comes ashore oh, wow. and like in the in, in the soundtrack it's literally called godzilla comes ashore and uh, like I, I, I have this soundtrack. I listen to it on a regular basis. I think the music in this is spectacular. But I really love how it ta- it it respects the past and it reuses a lot of that original music effectively, in my opinion. Yeah. One time I went, I went to Ben's house for a nice steak dinner, and he had made his <laughs> own mix of Godzilla theme songs. Between each one was a different deep cut Weird Al Yankovic song as well. <laughs> It was it was jarring musically, but it worked, I guess. It was the opening theme to the Japanese version of King Kong vs. Godzilla, immediately followed by Nature Trail to Hell, yeah, and then <laughs> Jet Jaguar, and then uh 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 uh, uh hold on, oh, <laughs> what's another weird? What's another obscure weird? Outside? Virus alert, Jackson. Oh, yeah, virus alert. There you go, Jackson Park Express. That's another one. Yeah. Uh, well, the only. The only acceptable version of Jet Jaguar, by the way, is the MS3K one where they sing the lyrics over the, uh, the song. That's the best version of the, of the Jet Jaguar That's song. really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's another avenue into these kaiju movies. It was actually MST3K and mm-hmm. things of that ilk. I, I remember seeing a lot of them through that. And sh- how, shout, shout out to those guys, man. That was a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't really find a lot of the Godzilla ones, which is understandable, but a lot of the original Gamera ones you can still find. Yep. I think I have a box set of the Gamera ones somewhere around here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, but yeah, this, this movie, I loved sort of the, like I said, the look of things. Like when Godzilla does the atomic breath, it's a whole new way of looking at, it's like purplish now, sort of blue, mm-hmm. and the look of it is different. And that like startup sequence where it like shoots fire first is so yeah. interesting and, and, and unique to this, this depiction of Godzilla. I couldn't get over just how the, 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 at the end, towards the end, Godzilla looks more like Godzilla, but also looks like a, like a fucked up nightmare version of Godzilla, like a, <laughs> like a, a deep sea fish with those fucking, the teeth that are, don't quite fit in his mouth correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it was nightmare creature. Yeah, he awesome. looks a lot more like craggly than he normally does, you know, like, 
Yeah. When you get like a piece of like like fried chicken from a restaurant and they just have all the extra breadedness. He he was extra breaded in this movie. Yeah, he looks like cooled lava. Yeah. In this movie. And then he becomes he looks like, cooled lava. Yeah. He looks like th- this is like the Devil Hulk version of Godzilla basically. Uh yeah, he had like pits and crags and <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of crevices. Yeah, big old big old thighs. His thighs mm-hmm. were gigantic freaking gigantic thighs. Mm-hmm. And a big he ass tail. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I thought th- I just like a volcanic island is a good comparison to what the thing looked like. It was it was really cool and I, I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed the part where they like they call it Gojira and we call it Godzilla. Yeah. Um they like go ahead and immediately explain that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Of course the Americans call it something. And in the dub version yeah. it's reversed and it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> they're like in the dub version they're like, Oh, we here, the mainland we call it Godzilla and the Americans call it Gojira. I'm like, you didn't have to change that part. You did not have to <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. You don't have to flip that. <laughs> it's like how here uh, Resident, uh, you had Resident Evil Biohazard, and then in Japan you had Bi- it was called Biohazard Resident Evil. It's kind of like that. Why? Why do they do that? Yeah. Because the original, because the series is called Biohazard in Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is... Fun fact for you guys. For Mr. Movie. Probably a weird thing to call those games. I think Resident Evil might make a little more sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the one thing we improved upon. Well, do y'all know where the name Gojira comes from, by the way? The actual name? Yeah, it's like... A, uh, some say it's like an amalgamation of, like, gorilla and whale. But I've also yes. heard a... Yeah, but I also heard a story that, like, the name also came from, like, the name of a crew member who worked on the first one, who was, like, a big burly dude. I heard that was that one was debunked, because it was a very mean name to call uh, somebody. Oh, okay, okay, so if, yeah. If you call it the king of Godzilla trivia, you better not miss. <laughs> ben was locked and loaded <laughs> oh, yeah. with those answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gorira and Kujira, uh, gorilla and whale, basically yeah. are the two are the two words. Poor Manto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like neither. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely not, not like wrong. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Goddamn Ben, yeah. you got him in one. Why is a lizard in there somewhere? You know. Yeah. Even then, though. Also, at the beginning of the movie, when they when they're like, "Oh, what's this thing in the the uh, water?" and then a big like. What looks like, I mean, a tentacle or a tail or whatever comes out. That's when I'm like, no, evacuate the city. Get out of here. This is clearly nothing we've ever dealt with before. Get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, why do they not simply um, lure Godzilla into the world's biggest hydraulic press and then just (laughs) smash him, you know? Yeah, easily done. Because you can't, like, cut... Him, but I'm sure kinetic force has to eventually do something. He gets crushed out of the buildings. So mm-hmm. enough of that. Thinking about about the music in the movie, though, Ben, I am I'm like a thousand percent sure that during one of the planning sequences, they use a song from Evangelion 1.11, Angel of Doom. I think, I think they do. Yeah. yeah, there's one song I was listening to, and I was like, I know I've heard this shit before. Yeah. I think that's uh, it. Yeah, the composer uh, of this uh, also did a lot of. Uh, she she made some uh, she made some original tracks for the movie, but she also reused because she was the same composer for Evangelion, so she reused a lot of Evangelion tracks for that too. So it's a, it's a mix of that original Godzilla music and then new stuff. Ben, have you seen Evangelion? Nope. You should. I, I, I should, want. I, we should do a podcast where we get Ben to watch Evangelion. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that would be I, the winner. 
I want to. But after after this movie, like I, I uh, yeah, after this movie, I really want to watch Evangelion. Yeah, because I like really being, like what he did here. Do you like big monsters and like robots? Hell yeah. Do you like being insanely depressed? I I can't say I like it, but it happens sometimes. Evangelion is a show for you, man. Do you, do you want to see a man take 25 years to work through his depression? Uh, it's a great <laughs> Do you want to see a man who is so scared of his own father that he can't even say his name or look at him most of the time? <laughs> Damn. Because, Seth, you're a fucking coward. Yeah. Because I, you you finished up... Where did you finish on, on the on the Evangelion watch? I finished the show. Uh-huh. And I've, I had previously watched the first three? Two. The first two of the rebuild movies. But I've never seen the end of Evangelion, and I've never seen the other one. I'm still, the, I'm still going to do it. You got to watch the show, then end of Evangelion, and then the rebuild movies. That's how you got to do it because it, it finished. I'm telling you, it's all, it's all makes sense. Okay. It all comes together in the well, end. I'll do it. I'll do it for the Ben podcast we're going to do. There we <laughs> go. I'm down. I'm down. This is our next podcast. But yeah, this movie, I will say, also, it falls into one thing that I do not like about about some depictions of godzilla which is that godzilla in my opinion as a child and this is what i've carried through into adulthood should be unfuck withable by humans mm-hmm. there should be nothing we can do to stop this motherfucker only other giant monsters and giant robots have any chance against godzilla you can't just drop a nuke on him or pump him full of fucking coagulants <laughs> and that'll stop him no that's not that's not how godzilla works in my opinion and it's fine this is a, this is a new depiction or whatever of godzilla it's okay but I just one of those things. I'm like, no, you should just fucking fail. Yeah. You should just you should just lose in the end. And Godzilla gets bored and walks away. Yeah. That's how movies should end. With Godzilla. I'm generally yeah. along the same lines. But once again, since this movie was more of a disaster movie and not really about oh, there's other monsters by the way. And it was just supposed to be humans versus him. I mean, I wouldn't mind if all the humans lose in the movie. I think that's pretty cool. But I do. Th- I obviously understand why they made that decision, especially when you know Ben mentioned how it's supposed to be kind of a response to the big earthquakes in Japan. I think it's supposed to be more like. Guys, we can do that. We can solve problems. Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. But I do agree. I also, my thing about Godzilla is I always think he should be so much bigger. I want, mm-hmm. I want like helicopters to look like gnats compared to Godzilla. That's how I, mm-hmm. I want to, I want him to be big. And he's not normally <laughs> that big, which is fine. No. I understand. But I just wish he was so much bigger. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think the American Godzilla is the biggest Godzilla there's ever been. The 26 or 2014 Godzilla is the biggest Godzilla ever. Yeah, I think they small. I think they sh- they shrinkated him for the second the sequels, right? Probably a yeah. little bit. Yeah, because yeah. that's yeah, why so, I, was, like, I didn't know they were the same continu- continuity. Yeah, I mean he's the biggest unless you get into like the anime movies that came out in 2017, mm-hmm. and then like because you have like the regular Godzilla, the Godzilla Earth, which is like almost the size of a planet, but. I haven't really watched those, so and that's some Marvel comic shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of here with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that those aren't canon. I, I don't count those. <laughs> that's some. Oh, we got a we got Galactus two out here. He's bigger than Galactus. <laughs> so I'm like, nah. So as the <laughs> as the Godzilla connoisseur, where does Shin Godzilla kind of stack up for you against other depictions of of Godzilla? I think he's definitely in my top five. Whoa, um, nice. I think my two favorite depictions of Godzilla are probably um it it's not my number one is not really like from one particular movie it's all of the heisei godzilla like the one from godzilla versus biollante all the way yeah. through destroya 
That's my favorite depiction of Godzilla. I think they got the look down perfect. They got the look down perfect. My number two is Godzilla specifically from King Kong versus Godzilla. I don't know what it is about that one in particular. I've just he I've just always really liked that design. He looks more like an alligator. He has no ears, uh, and like he he he's more mobile, which really helped him because he's fighting a fucking gorilla. And then I think my. And then I think you have Shin Godzilla number three. Now, actually, Shin Godzilla is number four. Number three is Godzilla from Godzilla Final Wars, in my opinion. Wow. And no, no, no. Actually, numbers kept going through of every yeah. single Godzilla. Well, actually, move those two down. My number three is Godzilla from Godzilla Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack. That is, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are my top five. Listeners <laughs> who don't know anything about Godzilla are probably like, how are there this many Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. yeah. For those listening who don't know which one I'm talking about, Godzilla, look up Godzilla Mantra or GMK, Giant Monsters All Out Attack. Look up that Godzilla. He looks like the devil. He, he has like, sh- he has long, sharp teeth, piercing wide eyes, no pupils, and he's an yep. evil motherfucker. So you, you remember why, right? What happens in that movie? Why he looks that way? Yeah. He, he's basically like possessed by the souls of the, of those who were lost in the new in the uh atomic bombings it's fucking metal it is yeah. metal as I, <laughs> that incredible that movie's incredible <laughs> i love it so much <laughs> there's folks out there seth who will get into like which particular suit from a movie they like the best of godzilla because they'll use more than one suit yeah yeah and they'll know they can look at it and be like no nah, this suit's better yeah. like mm-hmm. for me this is clearly the model 1075 and that one just wasn't as, it doesn't stack up to the 1076 sorry Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, there's different. They use different different suits, different shots. It's pretty crazy. I do think, by the way, Ben, my favorite Godzilla is Godzilla versus Biolanti. Yeah, um, yeah. just yeah. that whole movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. Biolanti looks incredible. Yeah. My favorite kaiju design ever. I think. Yeah, that, it's just like the, the peak for me. That movie is severely underrated. It's in my top five favorite Godzilla movies, and also, unfortunately, it's really hard to find because the American releases are out of print. But I found one like at a local pawn shop one day. And like, out of all places here, this is insane. But yeah, that movie's great. Yeah. The scene where, where, where Biolanti and Godzilla meet on that lake and it's covered in fog mm-hmm. and lightning is flashing up behind them. It's just, uh, it's burning in my brain mm. forever. Oh. I'll never forget. Yeah. It's I think perfect. that Godzilla is probably number two for me. Number one being the one from the American Godzilla from the 90s. Because somehow, <laughs> somehow they decided to make him look just like Matthew Broderick. And I was like, what a weird decision, but cool. Oh, so if you're, I'm sorry, you're referring to, uh, you're referring to Zilla, which is, yeah. oh, uh, yes. not even an official Godzilla. I forgot, they gave him like a, a, a um, Godzilla, like if Godzilla had a rapper name, it would be Zilla, the American one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you forgetting that incredible, was it, was it, was it Puff Daddy did a cover of Cashmere for that fucking movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes, but yeah, that that whole thing was incredible. I like how when, when Zilla shows up in Godzilla Final Wars in Sydney, Godzilla just kills him <laughs> with one tail swipe <laughs> with his tail and just knocks him out of the Sydney Opera House. Done. <laughs> yep. Blows it up. Yeah, that's it. Amazing. Which, by the way, what a, a huge fallout from a dumb fight just destroy the entire yeah. Sydney Opera House. <laughs> Fuck you, Australia. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the um, definitely. I think yeah. Shin Godzilla is incredible. Uh, uh, visually, just a great depiction of, of, of Godzilla. A new take that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, since we're, we were originally on the t- subject of like things we didn't like about the movie, the one thing I don't like about the movie is, and it's the kind of, the reason I kind of glossed over earlier, is I just I don't like the 
career of the politician being like a mm. a because I liked that it was about people and how they addressed it, but I didn't care about this main guy and how one day he's gonna be prime minister or whatever. I was like, who gives a flying fuck? There's a mm-hmm. big frozen Godzilla out there. I don't. It's like because like if there was gonna be a sequel and I was actually gonna see this man rise through the ranks, maybe I would care more. But it just seems like it's such a weird thing to just be like, oh yeah, this is this is the important part of the movie is this guy's gonna be prime minister one day. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah. It makes sense, though. You know, it's it's part of me about politics, and it's a very political movie. And it's like, yeah, this guy's of course going to use this disaster to move up. Even though he seems the he seems like the person who's the least career minded of anybody there. Like he was, he actually does want to solve the fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. he actually wants to defeat Godzilla and, and save his fucking country. Mm-hmm. So like everybody else, though, is like, how can I ride this guy's coattails? You know, into a better position yeah. off of this whole thing. Yeah. And that I wanted to, I wanted to use that to transition into the fact that the. At the end of the movie, there's a big frozen Godzilla in the middle of Japan. That yeah. we're just supposed to be like, he's there's no way he's gonna wake up. There's no mm-hmm. way. Don't worry, guys. Well, remember the shot of his tail at the end, which when it was splitting off into horrible little like mini monsters were gonna come out of there. Yeah, that was, was fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, like as soon as I saw that, it, when I saw that in the theater, and it was panning up, and I was seeing that, like I, I that haunted me. And yeah. it was just so it was just so quiet, and you just see what could have happened. It's like, oh, this could have been so much worse. But also, part of me is like, I want to see that. I yeah. want to see what would have happened. I want to see this would be the better version of the American one from '98, like a bunch of little human Godzilla hybrid creatures running through the streets of Tokyo. I kind of want to see how they would do that. Yeah, and um, I'm surprised they haven't made a sequel to Shin Godzilla. That seems like it's be the perfect movie to make a sequel to, right? Uh well, uh, I think I, in my in my mind it should be that the humans are stupid and that that coagulant stuff isn't going to work for as long as they think it is. Godzilla mm-hmm. fucking wakes up and starts spitting out all these other monsters. Mm-hmm. More shit. No, so that I think a more appropriate sequel would be um, humans are stupid and try to find a way to profit off Godzilla's I mean, yeah. uh, giant body. They, yeah. they say that at the beginning of the movie. They were because when they're talking about killing him, like, oh yeah, we'll have this carcass and we'll use it as a tourist attraction. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. sure they're gonna probably build some scaffolding around this frozen Godzilla and be like, oh, get your picture taken with Godzilla. Oh, go to the top, look at his eyeball, and then yeah. the movie starts and his fucking eyeball opens up and someone fucking falls to their yeah. death. Yeah, people people along the tail are getting attacked by those little creatures that are coming out. Yeah, yeah. There's just some dumbass who's like, "Hey, we'll just we'll just like inject a small anticoagulant in here, mm-hmm. and we'll just like you know saw off pieces of Godzilla to study." And it's like, "Oh, you fucked up." Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll yeah. Do that. Well, I mean, also by the way, go ahead. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a sequel to it, but Toho is releasing a new Godzilla movie this year. This year? Oh, really? November third, twenty twenty three. Which is like, this is year. Like a legit movie. Yeah, an actual, yeah, Toho, new Godzilla. We don't know much about it. All I know is it's Toho and it's Godzilla. That's all I know. Well, Sweet. hell yeah. I will say when they, when they when they execute the plan to bring down Godzilla, um, it's, it goes off several, several stages. And there's one stage they crash trains full of bombs into Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, not the beautiful <laughs> trains. How could you? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all those people who died. You killed trains, you bastards. <laughs> yeah, I had a similar reaction. Find, find a different way. There has to be another way. There wasn't a motorboat laying send by. Send women, send children. <laughs> Don't send the trains. Right. 
Send the puppies. Yeah. Anything with the trains. Puppies, everything. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Nuke this fucker. Nuke, nuke Tokyo. Don't blow up the trains, though. Well, right? I mean, I have bad live. news for you. <laughs> nuke gets Tokyo. <laughs> the trains aren't going to make it very long. Load the, tr- load the trains on the boats. Get them out of there. <laughs> yes. And evacuate the these trains. to America. Fly, <laughs> let them right. go over there. And then nuke it. Yeah. We got big old wide pastures for them over here. There's, there's one thing America loves. having trains everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, our high speed rail we like to use. Yes. Our- they even they had the rail to use. We wouldn't even do this shit. Yep. What hit him with a subway bomb well, no, in, in New York City? Godzilla Great. would come ashore, and then Norfolk Southern would throw a fucking bomb, cause <laughs> 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 so much ecological destruction that even Godzilla couldn't live through. <laughs> It'll be an accident. Godzilla will be yeah. ten miles away from the train. Oh, yeah. and his roar would knock it off the train. They'd be like, you know what? This time we had we had a plan for Godzilla. That's how we threw all those. Yeah. Plastic explosives and uh, <laughs> baby killing formulas all over, and we were like, we knew this would work against the threat. <laughs> I do, I do love the idea, Seth, of, of of what you said earlier. Though, if, if Godzilla attacked New York City, we would be absolutely fucked. You have no idea how to handle no this idea. problem. Like, we we would not know what to do. Like, yeah, wait, 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 wait. You're saying you're saying Godzilla's out? Come on, there's no Godzilla. That's just what they're <laughs> telling you. Mm. That's Fake that's news. all green screened in, you know. Yeah. Um, that's that's all the Democrats in one giant Godzilla <laughs> yeah, Halloween costume. Together. They're like the, the the kid with the trench coat when it's two kids, but it's five million <laughs> Republicans that are Democrats. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's giant <laughs> are, there's giant magnets inside that take all your guns. <laughs> that's can my bullets don't imagine. Work. <laughs> can you imagine Eric Adams? Having to give a fucking press conference about Godzilla attacking his city. Like, the, the, what a fucking psychopath yeah. hour that would be. I just imagine that if, if Godzilla were to come up on the shore of Florida, then Ron DeSantis would try and have a, a one-to-one with it, with, with Godzilla. And then Godzilla would just break Florida off of the United States and use it as a weapon to show the rest. <laughs> I want a God. No, I want a Godzilla movie where he attacks America, but during the Bush administration. That's yeah. what I want. That's what I want. Oh yeah, when all of our material was in Iraq and Afghanistan, and we were defenseless at home. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, Godzilla. You have to pass TSA precheck before we allow you in the border. <laughs> How much liquid are you carrying? Now, what's, the, what's the size of that liquid you're carrying there? Now watch this drive. <laughs> no, no, okay, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Have y'all ever seen Return of the Living Dead? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Uh, okay. At the end, they nuke Louisville, Kentucky, yes. right? They just, they just blow it off a fucking map with a, with a goddamn nuclear bomb. I can't even imagine today us being able to order that to happen. Can you imagine Congress trying to approve the nuclear strike on New York City? Like, it would, take, it would not even it happen. It would take months to happen, and by then the rest of it would all be destroyed. Yeah. Right, yeah. Godzilla will be bored. It'd go home. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way. So, Seth, really, this movie is a, a dream of a better or a better country that could actually solve problems. Yeah. I, I, that's what I love. The entire time I'm like, these people are just working on the issue. This is crazy. You know, I haven't seen this happen in America in so long. It's it's slow, inefficient, and silly, but it does actually get something done in the end that we could not do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did love the way that the at the at the end of the movie sort of France saves the day. Yeah. yeah. France is the country that's like, no, hold on. Give them one more day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did love that. He was like, I have a I have a um connection in France. I'm like, 
when he says that, I'm like, is it the freaking prime minister? Is it the president? What do you mean? You like, like it better be somebody important. It better not yeah. be your friend Pierre. Like, <laughs> somebody who knows somebody. It's just a dude he went to college with. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, who is this guy? And he's like, oh yeah, this is you know, this is Pepe. Come on. And they're like, that's not gonna Pe- help. Pepe. I don't. Pepe the Frenchman. I don't know what French people's names are. Dive, Seth, Seth, dive into the rich backstory of Pepe the Frenchman. <laughs> well, he was born in England, France, and <laughs> <laughs> like like a, a Jean Luc Picard. Yes, his, clearly. his favorite food is crumpets and mash and <laughs> baguettes. <laughs> This is a whole new kind of Americanism where we don't even know the difference between two major countries in Europe. They're just one country, apparently. He was born in Luxembourg, Spain, and <laughs> lived in the Vatican City or yeah. some shit. Um, but yeah. Overall, I really fucking love this movie, and I'm yeah. so sad that I slept on it for so long. I was surprised you hadn't seen it. I don't know why. It. I was very surprised by that. I don't know why I didn't watch it. Like, I love Godzilla so much, but for some reason, it's just like, it happened, and then I was like, oh, it's not a theater near me. I'll watch it later yeah. at some point, and then just, like, kept forget- forgetting, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. Well, out of five plasma breaths, what do you guys give this movie? Let's start with, let's start with Smith. Five. Five. Easily. I, Easily. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, even though I loved it, I'm a little cool on the movie. Probably get, give it between a four and a four and a half, somewhere in there. I still think it's great. Ben, mm-hmm. Mr. Movie, The Final Judgment. I also give it five. I think it's the best Godzilla movie. Whoa! I think it. Is. I think it's better than the original, just by a little bit. Just by wow. a little, little bit. Because it takes, like, the great premise that was set by, uh, oh, I feel so, I feel bad. I'm trying to remember the dude. It's Shiro Honda. The, yes. He takes the basis that he, that he sets, and he just, and he just kind of takes it to another level. It's just because, unfortunately, you go back and you watch that movie, it's just parts of it's, like, dated, unfortunately, even though I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, 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 like, fan- it's from, like, what year? Though, you released like 1954. 54, 54 yeah. That's, yeah. It's going to be a little dated. Yeah. Yeah, all the, race, all the racism, the uh, the blackface, totally out of line. Yeah. yeah. When, like, when I was very shocked. When I blackface, I was like, whoa. <laughs> this doesn't, <laughs> seem, this doesn't is like- seem necessary. <laughs> this is black and white, too. Like, you can't even tell. <laughs> He's just a big splotch on the screen. <laughs> it's a Godzilla-shaped thing, yeah, yeah. moving around. But yeah, like also, f- fun fact: Godzilla not not green. No, not no. actually green. No, people think of him as green a lot, but not not really. At, at most, he's a green. very dark, dark forest, dark green. That's the most yeah. green he really gets. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, mostly gray or black. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So. One of those things people always think of Godzilla as being green because that the, the movie posters put him in green in America for some reason. Yeah, we were all like, "Yeah, make him green." We'll give a fuck. Yeah, the only version of Godzilla that is green is the Hanna Barbera cartoon version of Godzilla. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Godzuki. Actually, that's my favorite version of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and Godzuki. And Godzuki. Yes. Godzuki. Godzuki, baby. Hey, don't forget about Manila. Oh, of course. How could I forget? One one of the one of the characters in the Godzilla universe. Yeah, he is definitely one of them. All right, hold on before we, before we go, <laughs> yeah. I gotta ask Ben, what's your favorite kaiju? My favorite, not Godzilla is not allowed. What's your favorite kaiju? It's not Godzilla. All right, not Godzilla. Just like out of every everyone. Yeah, I feel like King Ghidorah is a cop out answer, but if it's not Godzilla or King Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, Jesus Christ, King Ghidorah or Ghidra. Um, hmm. 
I'm gonna say Gigan. Ooh. Guy, no, 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 no. Actually, 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 the first Mechagodzilla. I think I think that's it. Okay. Because I I just love I love that design I love that design just like the original yeah. one where he just looks like he he looks like a fucking bully. Back when we know? just let stuff look kind of cool, you know. Now, yeah. Now yeah. if we made Mechagodzilla, he'd be all like sleek and have all these like, inner. Well, they did make him parts. in the most recent. Oh yeah. American yeah he was. I forgot about that. I actually forgot, and it yeah. sucked. I hated the way it looked yeah, in that was, movie. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I thought. What about you? Favorite favorite kaiju? Mothra. No doubt. Mm, I love yeah. Mothra. Yeah, I'm gonna say a, a, a heretical opinion. I kind of like Batra's design more than Mothra, but that's just me. Yeah, you. Um, but personal favorite favorite kaiju, Kamakuras, is my personal mm-hmm. favorite. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Megalon. I love those little those little drill hands, yeah. little fucker. But but Kamakuras is such a jobber tier. Just it's a giant prey mantis. I just love that. He's just a regular big bug. Yeah, and he gets his ass kicked every time he shows up. <laughs> but I like him no matter what. I I can't remember his name, but uh, there's one that's like basically just a T Rex. Yes, from Destroy. He's a very stupid. <laughs> yeah, from Destroy All Monsters. I can't remember what his name is, but he's basically just a T Rex, and he leaps and hits you like a kangaroo. That's all he yeah. does. <laughs> Very good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Well, that was our review of uh, our discussion, I guess, really, of Shin Godzilla yeah. 2016. Uh, Hideaki Anno uh, directed the movie. Uh, go see it. I think we all say you should definitely go out in theaters right now and go see yes. Shin Godzilla. Play whatever theater is playing and go see it. And then try. <laughs> tell us which one that is so we can go there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was this ever shown in IMAX? Does anyone know if it was shown in IMAX anywhere? Because that would be so fucking dope if you see this in IMAX. Maybe in Japan, but, but yeah, definitely, definitely not, in, not domestically. Definitely, yeah, definitely not in America. But get that fucking Avatar two shit out of here and put Shin Godzilla in IMAX. Let's watch that instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, this. Uh, What's interesting about this movie is like this movie actually won the Japanese like Oscar for Best Picture when That's it came amazing. out. Yeah, just fun fact: wow. in 2017, it had a budget of in American dollars, 15 million dollars, and made a, an American equivalent of 78 million dollars. Like the nice. the most successful Godzilla movie, especially in Japan, in a long time. And yeah, it won Best Picture in their Japanese Oscars. It won so many awards. Like this was this was cinema for them. Like this was just like so off the beaten path of what they were used to, and that's that. That's just what's interesting about this movie. Like I said, it's a film. Nice. It has the well, Mister Movie film stamp of film approval on it. Yeah. Yep. On the front. Well, I uh, have been Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I have been, and as far as I know, always will be Seth. And you find the stuff that I write on indistinct-chatter.io. I I am Ben, and uh, <laughs> you can follow me uh, pretty much on any social media. Yeah, just type in the Ben Powell, you'll most likely find me. Uh, my Twitch is Twitch.tv/theBenPowell. My Letterboxd is the Ben Powell, and on that Letterbox, you will find all the the uh, you'll find a list of all the Godzilla movies ranked, which I will read off the top ten for you right now before I go. Please do. Uh, so number ten, Godzilla: Final Wars. Okay. Uh, number nine, Gareth Edwards: Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Number eight, uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two. Uh, oh. Number seven, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Number six, pretty much almost all of the uh, uh, Hey Say Godzilla movies are in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Number six, Godzilla versus Biollante. Yeah. Number f- number five, uh, Godzilla versus Destroya. Number four, the OG Mothra versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. 
number three, Godzilla, Mo- uh, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All at Attack. Number two, the OG Godzilla, 1954. And number one, Shin Godzilla. Wow. Nice. Honorable, honorable mention number 11 being Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Ashiro Honda's last Godzilla movie ever did. Wow. That was comprehensive. It was. <laughs> I, I like it. I can go yeah. on and on and on if you yeah, want this me is to. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The listeners will love this. <laughs> I forgot the rest of our, our exit shit. Um, we, uh, uh, you can lead horse water, but you can't get under it. Fuck. Um, Florida. <laughs> and we have stopped trying to solve our problem. Learn to outlive them. Ben, freestyle something. There we go. From New Orleans to Louisville to Tokyo. This has been the Lunas Podcast. I'm out. We're out. Peace. Bye. Love you.